Hello, listeners. Welcome to That's Some Crazy Shit podcast with Kelly and James. I am one of the co-hosts. I am James Baez, and I would like to introduce my longtime friend and co-host, Kelly. Hello. How are you, Miss Kelly? I am doing fantastic, James. It's nice to see you introducing us. Uh, I'm stepping out of the yeah, my box. For our last episode of season two. Season two came pretty quick. It did. And you know what? Can I just tell you that we... Season two was really good. I really am a firm believer, as you know, in manifesting. And at the beginning of the year, we said, you know what? We should have some guests. And we blew it out of the water with our guests. We had some very interesting guests that had some really crazy shit to talk about. Very, very crazy shit. And we did we did have some really good guests. And so that was it was a good year. Um now, should we tease them about next year? No. I think that, you know, just know that we're going to be taking off the entire month of April. And we'll be back in May with some new stuff and some more crazy shit. I think that's all we should say. All right. But just to let you know, since I'm on the inside, it's some crazy shit, people. It is some crazy shit. So, it is. Uh, so but what are today, we doing today? Oh, what are we doing today, James? What's happening? Uh, you what know, we, we, we've been talking about doing uh, frequencies for a long time, actually. And it's been kind of, um, how would you call it? Synchronicitous? Is that a Is word? That right? Synchronicitous? Synchronicitous. Um, every time we've been talking about frequencies and uh, sound and stuff, something would always come up like, when we started talking about doing this a couple weeks ago, they did a thing on ancient aliens about sound. And I thought that was interesting. So today we are going to be talking about, um, I'm going to be talking about 432 Hertz, which is called the, they call it the Verde or Verdi signal. And I'm going to talk about some of the things that it's supposed to be a link to. And then what are you going to talk about, Cal? I'm going to talk about the solfeggio, solfeggio, the frequency. I'm going to spell it for you because you know what? My mouth will not say this word. And I even practice solfeggio, solfeggio, S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O. Those are seven frequencies which derived from numerology that were used centuries ago. And they're believed to create positive shifts within, with, to those who are in proximity of those frequencies. I also wanted to go into a little bit about sound healing because I thought sound healing was um, really interesting. And sound healing is where um, sound healing synchronizes the brain waves to achieve profound states of relaxation, helping restore the normal vibration frequencies of the cells of our body. And there are different things that people use to have what they call sound healing. So I'll, I'll cover those two things. Um, when we talk about frequencies, I was looking this up. Um, the frequency is how many waves there are per second. So 432 
hertz is 432 waves during that second. Now, I find it interesting because I've heard a lot about 432 and how, I guess, before World War II, James, all music was recorded in 432. Now music is recorded in 440. And so I'm interested to find out, have you listened to music in both frequencies? I actually did listen to music in both frequencies. And I had brought up a video of an artist. He was playing a guitar. He was playing the same piece, but in the two different frequencies, the 432 and the 440. And he's, and this is interesting because when I was looking into this, you know, there's the camp that, you know, says there is something to this frequency having healing properties. And then there's other people who dismiss it. Um, when I was doing research for this, I found out the, one of the reasons why they wanted to have it at 432 hertz. Um, the gentleman who started the call for this was the, was Verde, V-E-R-D-I. He wanted to have it at that frequency, and it kind of revolves around the church. And at the time, they couldn't sing at quite that the higher frequency, so they wanted to kind of um, standardize it. And so, like, you may go to one church and they would have their piano or their organ tuned at, you know, about 432, and then you'd go to another one and it may be five or six frequencies higher or lower just because of, you know, the location Humidity has a lot to do with the organs back then and how they were tuned and stuff. So that's kind of what I found about the 432. And then later on, there was some, I found out that they were talking about the 440 being used by the Nazis. And we kind of talked about this. When I when I was listening to the 432 compared to the 440, I found that the piece that he was playing in 440, it had a, a, a harshness to it. I could literally feel it in my body. And so uh, we had talked about this off air. I wonder if there was any truth to them using the 440 because what if it affects the human psyche makes you more aggressive? Well, that would explain a lot because now all music is recorded in 440. So when you turn on the radio or whatever, you play your Spotify, when you listen to that music, it is all in 440. And I know there are some um, conspiracy theories behind the 432, as in like when if you have a song title and 432 is in the title... Um, YouTube, Amazon, I believe Google will not allow you to put the 432 megahertz in the title, which I thought was kind of interesting. And that's interesting because we had talked about that before we had our last guest who we brought on to talk about music in 432 and 440. And he actually said that he had recorded his at 432, what did he say? Because it was the first one that had been uh, pressed in the vinyl or something. 
Yeah, something like that. It was like on vinyl, so you'd have to have a record player to play. Right. But I do know that they would they were calling it shadowing, where they were not letting that the name, you know, four thirty two be in the title. They would play your video or play the music. You just couldn't call out that it was a recorded in 432, which is kind of interesting. I mean, there's a little conspiracy theory behind that now, isn't there? It makes you wonder because we did run into that when we were looking into it. But when you get on YouTube, you can find a lot of music that's recorded at 432. Yeah, you actually can. You actually can. Because of that frequency, it got me thinking about sound healing, right? And you know how we were talking about like vibrations and frequency and pretty much every guest that we've had come on this season that talked about um, different dimensions and different planes talked about it not being a place, right? But it's a frequency. A different frequency, yeah. And I've heard where people have said everything is vibrating. Everything around us... The chair, the wall, everything, right? Mm-hmm. And if now, you did can... you see the video that just came out of the new uh, Mars Explorer? The sound? Have... Yeah, the sound. Yep, that I is did. coming from it. And they don't know where the scratching noise is coming from, right? Right, right. I, I read that. But what I was going to say is that they say that if you can vibrate at the same frequency or fr- same vibration as your table that you could literally put your hand through the through table, the table. Right, right? right? And I always found that very interesting. So that got me going down um, the rabbit hole on sound healing because I think a lot of people, you know, it's like this. When you want to relax or if you were to go to a spa or a massage parlor, and I mean really for a massage, right? They always have wink, on... Wink. They always have on that relaxing music. Yeah. Right? And that frequency, that vibration helps your brain and your body relax. So we use it all the time and I don't even think we realize it. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, at some point it's, uh, I don't want to say background music, you know, but you put, like you say, you automatically put something on like that to help you relax. You know, right, right. You're so, not going to throw on some heavy. Well, back in the day, I might have thrown on some heavy metal to relax, but now that I'm a little more mature, you know. <laughs> so let me tell you about sound healing because I thought it was really interesting. So sound healing, like I said, is um, using sound to help the body or brain relax. And they say that sound healing can clear energetic blockages. Okay, just by using sound and that can facilitate healing on either a physical or and or mental level, right? Mm-hmm. So some yeah. of the benefits would be low stress, right? Fewer mood swings, low blood pressure, lower cholesterol, and improved sleep. They also say that it can treat uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Now check this out. Every one of those has a farm pharmaceutical to treat it. Yes. Now, what would happen if you didn't need? If wouldn't it be a trip if the big farm was keeping this uh, down? You know, because you know, if you could treat all this stuff with just sound, 
you would need to be taking all that all those medicines and here goes another conspiracy theory See, we're gonna get one started one of these days yeah <laughs> so one of the ways that they administer sound healing is through tuning forks right and usually tuning forks are used to tune other instruments but they do have healing properties or healing powers of their own and the um when the forks are um calibrated and put on specific parts of the body they send vibrations to release tension and open up blocked energy channels um and they say it's great for emotional balance and pain relief now i've never tried tuning forks but i have seen like Oh, like when I was watching some show and they were using tuning forks to heal parts of the body, but I've never had it done. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Another one that they say for sound healing are gongs, right? Now, gongs gongs have been used since 4000 BC. And so now you can go and have a gong bath, right? Which is a kind of a style of meditation where the gongs the different tones are in patterns, right? And then it produces vibrations to help work on the mind-body connection. Makes sense. So I thought kind of cool. I've never had a gong bath before, but they say that gong baths are great for clearing fears, emotional blocks, and improving mental clarity, as well as transforming you on a physical level. That's interesting because when I was I was reading some of the things about some of these frequencies, one of them talked about being able to actually rewrite your DNA. Yeah. The, and so, we talked about this a lot with remember when we talked about how how uh tigers use low frequency sound to freak out their prey. And then we talked about how baby Bigfoot does the same thing. Yeah. You know, these sounds they, they do. They have a physical effect on your body yeah they say that the gong stimulates the um um the the limbic system so your limbs and it forces your muscles to relax and it's heard through the ears and then it passes into the auditory nerve and then that stimulates every organ in the body simultaneously with the gong bath and so you wake up feeling refreshed and invigorated so I'm, I'm tempted to try one. It sounds great. So the next one I found were the singing bowls. And those are those Tibetan singing bowls. And I've seen them where they come in different sizes and each right. size or shape produces a different sound that relaxes and heals the mind. Um, each, because the bowl produces a unique sound, um, it works on different parts of the brain. So that's why they use different size bowls at different times because they want to affect different parts of your body. So those are the bowls that have, you know, they're maybe six, eight inches and they usually have that rod that they ring around. Mm -hmm. And some of them are big and some of them are smaller. And so to stimulate various parts of the body, somebody might use different sizes of bowls, right? And that would stimulate different parts of your body because each bowl is its own vibration. So you could now picture this. You could go to a, a sound healer and he would say, well, I'm going to prescribe a eight inch bowl t- tuned at this frequency. 
you play it 10 minutes a day. Yeah, very well. Or I'm going to prescribe a gong bath, Yeah. you know, and it's going to physically, it's going to heal you physically and mentally and give you clarity and, and all that good stuff. So another one that I know is really popular, I see a lot of these videos on YouTube are binarial beats. And so binar binarial beats are when you hear two tones, one in each ear, that are slightly different frequencies. And usually to really experience binarial beats, you need to wear headphones, right? And they can be used for meditation, lowering stress, anxiety, increasing focus, relieving pain. And binarial beats usually work at a lower frequency of about 200 in maybe one ear, like 200 megahertz would be in your left ear, and then maybe just slightly higher than that would be 205 in the right ear. And your brain will automatically adjust the tone, either negative or positive, going either way to make the beats the same. And that then helps your your beat your brain allows the brain waves to um, um, help the brain start to heal. That's what they say. That's a binarial beat. And so people will listen to these while they are meditating. Um, you can listen to them while you sleep. It says it helps overcome depression. They're very popular. You can go to YouTube and find all types of videos. Um, with binarial beats, but to experience them, you have to wear headphones. Mm, interesting. The last one that I found on sound healing is vocal toning. And that is where that's, you know, that's coming from your vocal cords. And a lot of that vocal tones, they say like um, back in the day, the Egyptians and even the Greeks used vocal toning what they say is that it uses um it's based on seven tones based on vowels and each one is connected to a chakra or an area of the body and using a specific tone allows you to access a particular point of the body and begin to heal it so for example if ah reaches the heart chakra while the e goes to another part of the body. So if you were looking to maybe repair your heart chakra, maybe vocally you would do the ah tone, right? And that's vocal toning. I thought vocal toning was kind of interesting because I don't know a lot of people who do it. I don't know if that's the same as the monks all chanting. And remember oh, when we yeah, watched that, the monks all chanting and coming and, and, and yeah. And it was 432 when they chanted. So they were chanting at that 432 megahertz. Well, a lot of people say that 432 is the frequency the earth vibrates at. Yeah, I've heard it, be, I've heard it referred to as the God tone. Right. Right. And, and so that was when I was doing my research, they were talking about um, how, like you were saying, everything has its own frequency. All the planets have their own frequency, you know. And so if you could, like we were just talking about, you tune into the frequency of your surroundings, you're going to be more, you know, harmonious. And you're going to feel better. 
So if you could tune into that 432, you know, that sweet spot with your body, your your brain waves or something. That's yeah. interesting. So what else did you find out? Now I know that we had I was gonna I'm gonna do the solfeggio. Solfeggio. I'll get it before the end of the damn podcast. And then you're doing the other one. What's the other frequency um called, James? What uh, are they I called? I believe you pronounce it verde. And so how many Verde frequencies are there's just one it's not just well, yeah, 432 it's just the one it? it's just a 432 and like I said it was just because of the one gentleman he kind of took it upon himself to champion the cause and so they just kind of named it after him ah. and uh, you know it still has a lot of different healing pro- properties that the solfagio whatever the ones you said are talking about except for it's more that one frequency will, will help everything whereas it sounds like the ones you're talking about you can be more almost precise in your your use of them yes as a matter of fact there are seven of them and if you go on to youtube and there's websites you can find each tone actually there are nine tones but i think i'm only gonna go i'm only gonna talk about seven so the first one that i found was 396 megahertz and that is beneficial to the effects of guilt this frequency this 396 is found to clear guilt and often um, represents one of the basic obstacles to realization so the vibrations uh, release you from feeling guilty and of fear it's also used for awakening and turning grief into joy so I thought that was interesting. Um, it says it also helps. It gets rid of the guilt that resides deep in your subconscious mind. It's used also for balancing the root chakra. What is the root chakra? That's that's the very bottom. That's like the bottom of you, like where your root is. Like if you were sitting down, the root chakra would almost be like in your pelvis. The root. Okay. And so the next one is 417 megahertz. And that is known to wipe out all neg- all negativity that is inside and inside of you. And right this on. frequency can bring change. So right, it starts um, it marks the starts of new beginnings in life and it's so powerful that it can reverse and undo negative happenings. People will play this in their home or their office. Um, they say that it helps you overcome trauma and it is used for balancing the sacral chakra. Okay, 528 is the next one. And that is known as the love frequency. And that is the frequency of transformation or known as the miracle tone. And that's 528. And it is known for its powerful transformation Um, effects on the body as it helps reduce um, the stress hormone cortisol right and that's supposed to help it also helps um, balancing the solar plexus chakra which helps um, increase your self-esteem and your confidence so what frequency was that count again that's four um, i'm sorry that's 528 528 yep so if you are looking for um, healing and uh, bringing miracles into your life, balancing the solar plexus chakra, um, having more self-esteem, more confidence, 528. 
is what you would listen to. Um, 639, which that frequency allows us to connect and balance uh, great interpersonal relationships, harmonious relationships. It can bring harmony to family, friends, your social circle. Um, it enhances communication, understanding, tolerance, and love. So that is also a good frequency. Um, they talk about that it um, it encourages your cells to communicate with its environment. So it's supposed to be a great frequency. So if you're having issues with your family or maybe issues in your office, maybe you start playing this in the background and see what happens. Uh, well, now, well, I need that one. What was that one? 639. So maybe when you're at work, that's the one that you play in the background. Yeah, see what it does. That. <laughs> see what happens. Okay. The next one is 741. So if you are looking to solve problems and awaken your intuition, um, frequency 741 is what you're looking for. It cleans the cells from different kinds of electromagnetic radiations the tone will lead into pure, stable, and spiritual life. Um, and it's great to help you lead a healthier and simple life. So this is like a detox frequency. You will detox your cells and your organs. It cleans the cells. That's 741. So that, and that says it purifies the mind and the body. And it's also used for balancing the throat chakra. So communication. Okay, 852 helps return to spiritual order. It also helps awaken your intuition. It awakens your inner strength. It raises your cell energy. And 852 is also used for um, balancing your third eye chakra. So it can help um, open up communication with all. It helps you... Um, transform to a higher level and it helps increase awareness so again if you're looking to maybe connect on a spiritual level maybe you're looking to have better communication maybe you're looking to raise your vibration 852 would be the frequency that they would recommend that you use and then 963 that is the penile gland that's the one that activates the penile gland, and that is um, associated with also awakening intuition. It's also called the pure miracle, uh, miracle tone. It awakens your crown chakra, which is up here on the top of your head, and it raises your uh, positive energy and vibration and helps you to connect to source. Source could be another word for God, universe, whatever you want to right, say. Right. If you're Talk looking to that. connect to a higher power, 963 is the frequency that you would use. It reconnects you to spirit and awakens any system to its original and perfect state. It helps you experience oneness and connect with the spiritual world. And that is 963. So those are the solfejo tones and how different ways that you can use them and how people use them and a lot of times when you are listening to these tones you don't have to have um, headphones on you can just actually play them in the background so like if you found it and a lot of the youtube videos if you go and find these frequency videos a lot of them are six to eight hours in length 
so you could just so you could just play it literally all day and i play them at work i do play some of them at work if i'm at my desk and we'll just play them in the background and um i don't know i feel better i'm happier so i i think there's some there's something to it i can't say that i've ever really studied frequencies or done these things on a regular basis but the times that i have listened to some of these youtube videos with these different frequencies i have felt a difference you can feel a difference huh yeah you can really feel a difference so that's all that i have on those frequencies and that's all that i have on sound healing um i thought they were too kind of related you know, when we talk about sound and vibration and, you know, one of our guests had said that all words are spells. And right? I actually agree with that. I didn't agree with what that particular guest was selling, but I do agree with that. All I, you know, words are powerful. So I say that because all words have tones, exactly. right? When you say a certain word and you'll notice like when you're talking to somebody and they'll say, you know, why are you talking in such a raised tone or could you lower your tone or whatever? Right. So that I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is stuff that we we do on a daily basis, but we just don't really think about it in the aspects of maybe using it to heal your body or your mind. And I'm, I'm big on tone of voice, you know, in, in my business, tone of voice is everything, you know, so I have to, I'm, I'm big on that. So I, I thought it was really interesting how when you really start to think about sound and frequencies and vibrations, how a lot of this stuff is like ancient knowledge. The episode of Ancient Aliens that they were saying that maybe yeah. they used sound to move I, giant I so. giant stones to create right. like Stonehenge and build right. the pyramids and all types of stuff, right? I believe that, you know, and, and this is like my personal belief. I, I believe it's lost knowledge. You know, you look back like you're talking about Stonehenge, you know, you're you're telling me that they say that the the druid people you know constructed this well how are these people gonna move these 40 ton you know monolithic stones you know and then i i saw one show they're talking about well you can figure out how many men you need to move a, a 20 ton stone you need let's say you know 500 men okay well throw a couple, you know, some rope on that or whatever, you can pull it. All right, well, maybe. But now you have to take that megalithic stone up the side of a mountain. Yeah. And you're going to place that on top of three other 20-ton stones with 500 people. How is that going to work? Yeah, so I thought it was interesting how they were saying that even... um, they use sound like during war as well because they had certain vibrations that would literally take down buildings, right? The sound or the vibrations from uh, a lot of the times it was horns, right? They would they would point these horns at castle walls 
and basically the sound, the vibration from the horns would literally take down cities. Well, how did how did the walls of Jericho come tumbling down? They said through sound. Right. You know, right. so you know, like you say, you know, they you can use sound to do these. I know for a fact that our military today has, um, I don't know, you call them sound generators or whatever, where they will they can point these at crowds of people, and with the different frequencies, you could cause a state of panic in people. You know, yeah. Or Kinda you could maybe tune it so much where they just become so docile they're not a problem they're no they also, longer a threat they also talk about sound as being a way to heal yourself like chanting like we had talked about monks earlier like yeah. om right the sound of om um they talk about that being like the the god tone and using certain words and mantras um to chant to heal the body. And so I find it very interesting. They also talk about um, how music, um, like how ancient cultures used drums, right? A lot of drums because the drumming would create trance-like states, right? Marching yeah. bands, like even today, marching bands fire up, you know, your sports team or whatever, or if you want your baby to go to sleep, you might sing a lullaby. Or how Native Americans use music to, they say, even, you know, control the weather. Right? So yeah. I think the whole thing on sound and vibrations is just really interesting and cool. You know, and I hope that one day we can get a guest to come on that really knows far more than we do that we can ask some really cool questions and that can really give us some insight because I think it is so interesting when you really start to break it down. Yeah. And like, you know, we like, we've been, you know, having this conversation on and off for a while and, you know, it, it comes up so much in, um, like I say, the outside world, outside our podcast, you know, it, it, and I don't think people realize how, how encompassing the sound stuff is and frequencies. And I don't think we still, you know, I think we're just barely opening the door to, to what what we used to know. You know, like you say, you think about the shaman and stuff. You go to these people for healing. And like you say, you're sitting in a drum circle. You know, yeah. or, or you're sitting around and they're chanting. You know, they're setting a tone, as it were. No pun intended, you know, and that does it. It's going to make a change in your body, you know, well, um, think about it this way. Think about if you're watching a movie and it's all scary. It's the scary part of the movie and the music is ominous and that helps right. build the suspense, right? No speaking, just the music. Now try to picture that same scary movie with no music. Okay. It's going to have a completely different effect, don't you think? Well, hold on. Let's say... Okay, the music, has, I think, has a lot to do with it itself. Maybe the, the... Now, I'm not a musician, so I don't know all the terms, you know. But maybe, like, the tempo, how fast it is or something, you know. But I wonder if you took... If you took all that away and you just had a, a frequency or tone play 
that would make you anxious. You probably could. And maybe it's in the music itself. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, is, I'm sure it is. But if you could eliminate all the other music and then just have that tone. That frequency, that tone. Yeah. Where there's, you're not really even hearing it, maybe. But that tone that is creating a sense of anxiety, you know. And certain music instills different emotions just by hearing yeah. it. You yeah. can just hear music and know what's going to happen next in the story. Yeah. Right? Just by the music. And I don't even think we think about it, but that music is what? It's vibrations and it's tones. And it's frequency. So if I were to go dun 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 Yeah, you know that something dramatic's going to happen. Right? Although I, I don't I don't know what that is. What, do you, a, you a have done? Do you? Well, that sounds like you're not really sure, and you know, almost like a Scooby Doo tone. Well, you but. know, but yeah, you hear that tone, you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's an old, old movie, old school movie, though. But I'm just saying, all of that all plays into frequencies and tones and sounds and how it works. And even this, I'll even take it one step further. When we record the podcast, there's no music. But when we play it, like now when people are listening, there's music behind us, which I believe if you listen to a podcast with no music and then you listen to a podcast that has music behind the people talking, I believe it gives two different experiences. It does. It really does. And I started to listen to some other podcasts after we started to kind of get a feel of, you know, what other people are doing. And... Oh, I'll say maybe, uh, well, maybe a third of what the ones I listened to had music. And it does. It's a lot different uh, feeling. It really is. I think they're more, I like the music in the back. It's just more enjoyable to me. Um, But some people have said that they don't like the music, that it's distracting to them. Right? And so I I find that incredibly interesting because I'm thinking, well, God, if you were watching a movie and think about it, there's no music throughout the entire movie. Think about if Star Wars had no music. Would it be the same movie? Because the music in that movie helped. It is just as important as the movie itself as far as fans and everything. People know that music. People have that music for their ringtones. Now think about that same movie when you were 10 or 12, whenever it came out and you saw it, and if it didn't have any of the music, the Darth Vader march. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh my God. So think about if none of that was there, would the movie be as cool without the sound and the vibrations and the tones? Probably not. Even the sound of the lightsaber. Right. Now, that's funny you say that. I, I was watching Avengers Endgame. And do you remember the part where uh, Star-Lord is going to go get the whatever stone he's getting? And he's dancing around. And you hear, you're hearing the music he's listening to. And it sets the scene. He's dancing around. And then in Endgame's. They show Black Widow and War Machine watching Star Lord dance, but they're not listening. They can't hear the music because he's got headphones. Yeah, on. he's got headphones on, and they're like, "Oh, he's an idiot." 
You know, but when you're watching it with the music, you're like, he's bad, man. It does. It makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. So I don't think that we even realize tones, even in our social media. We were talking about the Skype tone, right? Um, The tone when your phone turns on and off. All of those are recognizable tones and they send signals to the brain. Right. Right. And now we and that's and we use it as a way to brand our products as well. Jingles. Yeah. You know, so I think it's incredibly interesting because it's a big part of our lives. You know, even if you are deaf, you can still feel vibration. Right. Right. So you can still feel and kind of understand what what what's going on as far as the tone. You can still feel the the vibration. So. I thought it was kind of. I just. I'm fascinated with it. We need a it, guest, James. We on this one. We do need a guest, and and you know, we did. You know, to our credit, we did try to bring on a guest who we thought was going to talk about frequencies. Yeah, and, we did. And so, you know, that was our intent. Maybe in the next season, we'll, we'll find someone who's more of a expert on sound, and that can come in and talk to us about some of the stuff because it is. It is cool. You know, I, I I think it's fascinating when they talk about how Bigfoot uses it. You know, how does Bigfoot? Okay, wait, I'll bite. James, how does Bigfoot use sound? Well, we had remember we talked about this when uh, there's been reports of uh, well, everyone hears the classic scream or yell, right? And that's you know, I think that's more to intimidate, send a warning. But then there are people who have said they've seen him and then they felt sick to their stomach or they felt dizzy or something to that effect. And a lot of scientists are saying that uh, he may be using a low frequency sound, something we can't hear, but it's having a physical effect on these people. And that's tending, that tends to be, or how do I say it? That's the prevailing, I think, belief now. More people are thinking that he uses this. Elephants use low-frequency sounds to communicate over miles that we can't hear. Well, what about bees? You know, how they say that bees, how bees dance to send signals. But I said, do those signals have sounds or vibrations that we can't hear that other bees can pick up to know where the hive is. I find that incredibly interesting. And we looked it up and remember bees don't have ears per se. But their bodies can still feel sound or like a vibration. Right. So they bet you're right. They don't have ears the way that we think of hearing. And so, but it, it boils down to, you know, it, I'm sure sound plays a part in it, but I don't believe Scientists have got that far. Well, look at bats. Oh yeah, echolocation bats. You know, and I've even have I've even read articles where people who are blind use echolocation with sound. They can actually see, you know, images with sound. I've I've heard of that. I haven't seen. I've heard of right. And um, okay, I'll even bring it to to present time. We'll even go comic book. Didn't Aquaman use? sonic vibration sound or whatever to communicate with the fish and stuff yeah but I think if we're going to go comic book reference I think the flash would be a good one because 
part of his power is he can vibrate his body so fast he can match the frequency of like you were saying solid objects and the flash can go through walls yes because he can match the vibration of the wall because the wall is vibrating the wall is vibrating that fast which is why it appears to be solid to us right and that my friend is a whole nother conversation that's what keeps us going though that's some crazy shit when you start to think about it so i would love for somebody to come on and just break this down for us, right? I mean, we can read about it and we can share with what we find, but to find like an expert on sound and vibrations and every guest, I'm gonna go back to this, every guest that we have that we have had on that's talked about dimensions, right? Talked about the dimension being a vibration. That's how we can be in a blend of fourth and fifth dimension or be in the sixth dimension and these are all frequencies and if you can get your ranch remember right frequencies doors were opening up portals and stuff and all done with sound so yeah i i i think we should um, definitely try to find a guest in season three and see if we can dive more into it. But James, I always enjoy when we hash it out. It's been a long time since it's just been me and you. I think the last time it was me and you, when we talked about your crazy shit experiences and your paranormal experiences. That was the last time. Yeah. So this is it for season two. Congratulations, we have made it. I want to send out a shout out to one of our longtime listeners. Sarah Nagrin has listened to every episode we've had. Right on, and, Sarah. And I want to send us because I appreciate that. She's been a devoted listener. She spreads the word about us, Kelly. And, you know, I think that's cool. She's also um, tried to help us get us some investigations um, of a restaurant she goes to. Uh, the owner was telling her that there's paranormal experiences there. And so she was trying to encourage him to come forward with his story. And like a lot of people, he's really hesitant. But maybe in season three, we could talk him into coming on. Absolutely. I know that we are working on securing more guests so that we can talk about crazy shit. I'm really excited. Season three will begin in May. Um, We're going to be taking all of April off. We're actually working on a website and some other cool stuff. So when we come back for season three, we'll have even more stuff. So not only did we start off with just email, that's some crazy shit at gmail.com. Then we graduated and we got a Facebook page, which is K and J's podcast. Then we even went up another level and got an Instagram page. That's underscore some crazy shit. Then we even thought, ooh, big time. Let's go get a Twitter at that some crazy shit. And lastly, I said, hey, well, let's not go all out. What about YouTube? YouTube, that's some crazy shit. And now, James, a website. So, I mean, we're just evolving. And you know what? I'm big on manifesting. We have manifested all this. So, congratulations. Congratulations to you, my friend. If it weren't for you, if it weren't for both of us together, we wouldn't be doing this. Absolutely. So um, until uh, we meet again, 
go back and listen to some of the old episodes. You can still connect with us on social media. We're just taking a little break, but we're not gone. We're going to be back in season three. Hopefully we'll have some better guests. If you've got topics that you want us to cover, reach out. If you want to be a guest, reach out. Now's the time to do it. And be yeah. be on that some crazy shit. We want to be a place where you can share your experiences, people. Don't be afraid. You can come on. You can share your identity. You can come on and be anonymous. You can send us your story if you want me or Kelly to read it. You know, share with us what's going on out there. We really want to hear. Yeah, we really do. All right, James. Well, I think it was a great season two. Uh, I can't wait for season three. That's it for me, buddy. Well, as always, my friend, I've enjoyed our talks and our time together. It's always enjoyable. So, until next time, keep your minds open, people.